congratulations on your pregnancy. And welcome to the Mother Baby Daddy Podcast, where you will learn everything you need to know to help prevent pregnancy complications and have a happy, healthy baby. I'm your host, Dr. Tanya Bro Shropshire, and I've been a clinical scientist for 10 years and have practiced nursing for over 20 years on a mother-baby unit, NICU, newborn nursery, ER, and more. Thank you so much for joining me on the Mother Baby Daddy podcast. According to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, Black women are more likely to suffer complications from pregnancy more than any other race. We don't know exactly why this is happening, but whatever the reason might be, I want to give you all the information I know and everything that you would need to know to prevent complications of pregnancy. I want to inspire you and empower you to have a healthy pregnancy and a healthy and happy baby. Well, alrighty then, let's get started. Pregnancy is an exciting time for mama and daddy. I'm going to tell you, I've been there twice. I've had two girls. They're grown women now. One already has my first grandbaby. So (laughs) I know how wonderful this time is. But now the best thing that you can do is schedule an apartment with your health care provider. Now, usually the apartment is about eight weeks after your last period. Now, if you didn't have an OBGYN before you became pregnant, then it's important to schedule your apartment as soon as possible so that you can get things started right away because your healthcare provider can make sure that you have a healthy pregnancy. Now, this may vary depending on your when you your first visit is, and it also may depend on your healthcare provider preference. But essentially, this these are the things that are going to happen when you see your doctor. Now, first of all, I want to tell you, you can select a healthcare provider. It's very important to know what you like in a provider. What would you like in a provider? So uh, some people rather a family physician to take care of them. And that's okay. You can have a family physician. Or some people want an OBGYN doctor. Mm, That's okay too. Others would prefer a midwife. And that's usually a nurse or advanced practice nurse that will help deliver their baby. Some people rather have a nurse practitioner to be their health care provider. And that's okay, too. It really doesn't matter what type of health care provider you select. Just make sure you select a health care provider that is acceptable to you. Now, all health care providers are certified and they are board certified by whatever organization that they are under, like the nurse practitioners are certified and the 
board, the doctors are certified by their boards. It really doesn't matter. What matters is that you find a health care provider that you are very comfortable with. That's what matters. So as soon as you think you're pregnant, go ahead and schedule that appointment with your doctor. And if you don't have an OBGYN or a family physician or an obstetrician or a midwife already, the sooner the better for you to schedule this appointment. Now, let me give you a little tip on getting your health history. Just go to your primary care doctor and get a copy of your health history. Now, if you've had, uh, if this is not your first baby, just go to your OBGYN or whoever delivered your last baby and get your health history. Get a copy. It doesn't take long to do that. Some some offices charge uh, a small fee, $10, $15 for it. Other offices don't charge at all. So you can just request it. It may take a couple of days to a week or so. But the best thing to do is have an accurate health history. Now, these are the questions that you need to know when you go into your OBGYN or your your healthcare provider. When you see your healthcare provider, you want to know the last time you saw your period. You want to know, you want to tell them any history of your past pregnancies. If you had several pregnancies, you want to let them, you want to have the information about those pregnancies. The best way to get this information is to go to your OBGYN or whatever doctor or healthcare provider is to go to that healthcare provider that delivered your first baby, your second baby, or whoever it may be. Now, if you have if you had three babies, you want to have a health history for all three of those babies to bring to your healthcare provider so that your healthcare provider can have an accurate can have accurate information about what happened during that pregnancy. If you can't get the information from your OBGYN or whoever your healthcare provider was that delivered your baby, you can always go to your pediatrician. If you get this information from your pediatrician, your pediatrician will have exactly what happened during the pregnancy, and that will be useful for your healthcare provider. So you can have either or, you don't need both. Your healthcare provider will also need a list of all the medications that you're on right now and all the medications that you take on occasion. Over-the-counter medication, in other words, medications that you just get off the shelf or any medications that have been prescribed to you. Your healthcare provider will ask you some questions about your lifestyle habits. They will ask you if you smoke, if you use alcohol, caffeine, exposed to any chemicals, the type of work you do. Try to think about any type of chemicals that you might be exposed to so that you can be able to give that information. They will also ask about your travel history. Uh, you know, have you traveled out of the country? It is routine to ask about sensitive issues such as 
domestic abuse, abortions, past drug use, and any other uh, issues that your health care provider might think may be important to assure that you get the best care for you and baby. Now, make sure you share all this information with your health care provider, especially when it comes down to sensitive issues. Now, you might not feel like you want to talk about some of these things. You could also write these things up and have them and and provide this in writing for your health care provider if you don't really want like to talk about this kind of stuff. But the only reason why your health care provider is asking all these questions and and these sensitive issues and all of this is so that they can provide the best care for you and your baby. Now, daddy may have questions about what's going on, the schedule of the visits. He may have other questions that may be of concern. So I encourage daddy to write down his questions as well. Um, And if daddy is working and he can't get to the visits, then he also can just write down his questions and send it with mommy. Pregnancy is about 40 weeks. The closer to the 40 weeks that you deliver, the better. Now, your your doctor is going to give you a due date, but you may not deliver necessarily on that date. But it's going to be around that date, more than likely. Nevertheless, it's it's really important to establish what this date is, what your estimated date is. So your due date is 40 weeks after your the first day of your last period. Your health care provider might do a physical exam, and this exam may include a breast exam, a pelvic exam, uh, screening exams of your heart and lung and your thyroid. You might need a pap smear to screen for a cervical cancer as well, depending on how long it's been since your last pap smear. At your first prenatal visit, your doctor might do blood testing. And they're checking for your blood type. They're measuring your hemoglobin level to see if you need iron or not and how make, making sure you have adequate levels of, of blood. They're checking your immunity to certain infections. They're going to check to see your vaccination uh, schedule. And they're going to determine if you've been exposed to any other infections such as hepatitis, syphilis, gonorrhea, chlamydia, HIV, etc. Prenatal tests can provide good information about your baby's health. So there's a prenatal genetic screening that it's done. It could include an ultrasound or a blood test. And it's screening for genetic problems such as like Down syndrome. It's important um, to eat a healthy diet, to stay healthy, and, and to take prenatal vitamins. So your doctor will check for things that could harm your baby as well as anything that can harm you. Some conditions that they will test for are blood type, bacteria in your urine, sugar in your urine, protein in your urine, and they will eventually at some point they will do a uh, blood glucose test, a fasting blood glucose test, 
meaning you're they're going to ask you not to eat anything so that you can have some blood drawn uh, randomly and then there is this particular test that they call a two-hour glucose tolerance test in which they give you some sugar water to drink and then uh, they'll draw your blood uh, one hour or two hours after you drink this um, glucose and what they're looking for is to see if you're diabetic or not. They also will be looking uh, what they call group B strep and this is a common bacteria infection that's it's not serious for adults but it can be fatal to newborn babies this effect this group b strep affects uh, one in two thousand babies born in the united states now you should gain about 25 to 35 pounds over the, the entire nine months and that's the normal weight now, if you're expecting twins, <laughs> you're expected to gain 35 to 45 pounds over the course of the nine months. Overweight would be considered if you're gaining 28 to 40 pounds over the nine months. If you gain 15, less than 15 pounds, then that would be underweight. Now, it's important not to drink alcohol or smoke while you're pregnant because um, this can lead to physical and mental birth defects. Now, drinking alcohol can lead to uh, fetal alcohol syndrome, and smoking while you're um, pregnant can, could lead to uh, lung diseases or some other problems um, with the baby. So it's advised if you do smoke, there are... Uh, some smoking cessation or there are some uh, things that can be done and I'll talk more about that in, in an upcoming uh, podcast. Now if you smoke then it smoke now smoking makes it more difficult for your baby to get oxygen and that makes it more difficult for the baby to grow and your baby may grow slower if if you smoke. Now, at the end of the first trimester, you'll probably be able to hear your baby's heartbeat with the Doppler. Now, the prenatal apartments are the best time to discuss any questions or concerns you may have for your doctor. So I would encourage you to write down all your questions before you get to your apartment and get your questions answered. And don't forget, bring daddy along with you or bring grandpa, grandma, somebody else with you so that they can remind you of what the doctor or your health care provider has told you doing that visit sometimes I know I know I know you're independent and you don't really want anybody to go with you but actually don't worry when it's time for any personal or any sensitive 
questions, your healthcare provider will ask if they can talk about that kind of thing in front of whoever it is that you bring with you. So not to worry. They're going to measure your temperature, your heart rate, your respirations, which is how fast you're breathing, your blood pressure, your pulse ox, how much your body is getting oxygenated. And your pulse ox should be anywhere from 95 to 99, rather 95 to 100. Generally, it should be anywhere from 98 to 100. Yeah, it could be 97. Uh, usually it's not 96, and very seldom it's 95. Unless there are some lung problems or underlying conditions. So you will get blood work done, and basically we're looking at hemoglobin, which is an iron rich protein found in your red blood cells and it allows your body to be oxygenated from your lungs to other parts of your body and it also carries carbon dioxide away from parts of your body to your lungs so that you can blow that out uh, exhale basically a low blood level or a low hemoglobin level is a sign of anemia, we call anemia. Anemia can cause you to feel real tired. And feeling real tired can really affect your pregnancy. It make you feel like you don't want to get around, you don't want to get up and do things, and you don't want to move around a lot. So that's not a good thing. Generally, your doctor is going to prescribe a prenatal vitamin with iron in it, unless you're sensitive to iron or unless your iron levels are really high already or close to uh, high normal. Your doctor or your healthcare provider will also check for your immunity to certain infections, and this typically includes rubella, chickenpox, and proof of vaccinations, and this will be important. Now, if your rubella comes back negative, most moms are immune to rubella and chickenpox and if you're not immune then we'll wait until the postpartum time and that's after the baby is born in order to offer you those uh, vaccinations or vaccines. A urine sample might also be tested for signs of bladder urinary tract infection so if you have symptoms of such. So that's all I have for you today. Stay tuned to the next Mother Baby Daddy when we'll talk about prenatal vitamins. Thanks for listening.